Hello, hello, and welcome to Focused with Angela Duncan, where we focus on growing deeper in our walks with the Lord by focusing on God's love, God's heart, and the truth of his word. I'm your host, Angela Duncan. Thank you to all our listeners who tune in each week on Fishbowl Radio Network, the number one internet radio station. Broadcasting live from Global Life Park in Arlington, Texas, we have over 2 million listeners tuning in globally. So thank you, those of you that are listening internationally, for tuning in. You can find me on Facebook under the group name Focus with Angela Duncan or on podcasts under Focus with Angela Duncan as well. Please go and subscribe. Our goal at Focus is to uplift, encourage, and inspire you by providing you with Christ-centered content that is authentic, informative, and relevant. Today, we have a dynamic woman joining us in the studio to share her powerful testimony. Kimberly Dendy loves the Lord. She loves being a wife and a mother and is currently enjoying life as an empty nester. She recently released a book entitled The Story of Luke and Lily's Christmas Witch, which began wish, excuse me, which began as a dream, and she felt that God placed the story in her heart to ultimately share the story of the birth of Jesus with children all over the world. Kimberly and her family are passionate about supporting children in the foster care system and have spent a lot of time finding ways to encourage and bless these children. Please welcome Kimberly to the show. Hello. Hello, Angela. How are you? I'm wonderful. Good. All right. So good to have you. Thank you. I am super excited for you to be here to share your testimony with our audience. I think your testimony is so powerful because it's partly tragedy but it really has the triumph at the end and I love that about the Lord because we are always caused to triumph in Christ Jesus so I'm excited to hear your story and I'm glad to have met you so with that said (laughs) we only got an hour yeah we only got an hour so we got to dive right in right in Um, so I know part of your testimony and the part I heard like I said was just wow I was really encouraged just from what I knew and I want to hear it straight from you so let's talk I just hate to start right off the bat but this is a big part of your testimony let's start at the beginning let's talk about what happened in January of 2003 okay well thank you for having me absolutely start without saying that I really appreciate (laughs) thank you oh my goodness okay January 2003 January 1st 2003 oh wow it was the first yes it was the first um so the the weeks leading up to that day were just filled with my twins, their birthday is December 15th. Mm-hmm. Um, we hosted a lot of family for Thanksgiving, gotcha. you know, two weeks before that, mm-hmm. a lot of family from out of town. Christmas is a big deal in our house. And then a week later, the, we were struck with this horrible tragedy. Wow. And um, we had a great New Year's Eve with our family and a few other families. And the next day, after returning home from a New Year's Day brunch, my husband didn't go because he... Um, 
said he had to work on some things or mm-hmm. deal with some stuff. So mm-hmm. I just went with the kids. And gotcha. When we came home, that's when we found him. He had taken his own life. Wow. And um, could not in a million years have guessed that that would be our story yeah not at all and you found him yes and you were with the kids i was with the kids they were little at the time they were five years old Mm -hmm. and so we'll get to that but i can't even imagine what was going on in your mind what was going on in your head you had no idea that he was dealing with anything that he was at the point where that could be an outcome not at all he was dealing with something but Mm -hmm. in my mind at that time and even still now nothing that would cause this at all Mm -hmm. in my mind you know the thing that he was dealing with let's get through the holidays and we can figure it all out Mm -hmm. it's all it's gonna be fine it's gonna be good I had no idea that it was to a point um that he would take his own life and you know at that time like I mentioned earlier we weren't as open talking about mental health and suicide there was just and I was 35 and not that young but kind of young oh yeah not really even knowing looking for knowing what signs to look Mm -hmm. for I didn't even know to look for signs because I mean our life was we were fine I mean we were I mean we were really great this is something that you know personal happened with him that he you know you don't make this choice. So yeah, never got over. Never I think that's over. interesting mm-hmm. that you said mm-hmm. we didn't talk about mental health as much then, and we didn't. We, it was hush hush, mm-hmm. especially as believers. Yes, mm-hmm. and I often say that I've done a couple of shows with mental health. Uh, actually, I've done quite a few shows okay. with mental health, mm-hmm. and that's the reason because there's a lot of Christians that are suffering in mm-hmm. silence because they feel like they don't have anyone to turn to right. or it's just pray about it and everything and don't get me wrong mm-hmm. prayers powerful God can do anything but you need also therapy is you know counseling is good mm-hmm. you need someone to you need to have somebody to talk to mm-hmm. you need to be able to go to somebody and share like this is eating me up I'm at this you point have to be able you have to, to go to someone and say I need help yeah or you have to be strong enough to go seek out help for yourself yeah. you have to do something yeah and that's what we need to talk about and we more. didn't mm-hmm. I actually no, have a friend who's a Christian counselor mm-hmm. she's been on the show numerous times and that was one of the things that she said she was like she sees so many believers mm-hmm. that are just ashamed mm-hmm. and you know what's so funny to me about that it's not funny but it's so ironic is that Jesus came to took mm-hmm. our, to take our shame yes. when he hung on the cross it said he took our iniquities he yes. took our sin he took our shame upon him right and why we feel like I don't we're think go ahead yeah, yeah. No, we're still carrying we're it. still carrying we're it carrying it we're still that. carrying it yes he, but we know that he took it away but we're still carrying but it. we're still carrying it yes. and I don't think that that always resonates with us or that we always get it we under we hear it mm-hmm. and we've read it but I don't think it's sunk within us that you know we have nothing right. nothing to be ashamed about when it comes to things like exactly. that and I believe we believe it too yeah but for some reason we still just can't let it go mm-hmm. we feel like we can't don't have an outlet we don't have a way yeah to um, just to get out of that situation so there were no signs that you saw? No. Isn't that funny? No. And I'm telling you, the night mm-hmm. before, the four of us were laying in the bed talking about New Year's mm-hmm. Eve and tired. The kids slept in the bed and yeah. got up the next morning preparing all the stuff that we were doing for our to take to our New Year's mm-hmm. Day brunch with friends. And he knew, he said he wanted to stay back. And I thought that was a little strange, but 
Yeah, and still. We, right. This is a new year. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of stuff going mm -hmm. on. Just give him time, some space to mm -hmm. deal with that. And we'll be back in a few hours. And Yeah, and that's mm -hmm. why, and, and it can be impulsive. Mm -hmm. It could have been something, you know, and I, I'm not a counselor, but I'm mm -hmm. just saying just from talking to people from history, from knowing, sometimes it's impulsive. It's like a, just a quick thought. And you're thinking like, I got to just, you know what I'm saying? And let me tell you something, though. Because, of course, you have your questioning everything. Oh, yes. You just don't understand. And <clears throat> probably a, two or three days later, someone, um, I was very close to my OB who mm -hmm. delivered my kids. And somehow someone told him. And he called me. And I was, I remember pacing in the dining room, just why, why, why. Yeah. And he said these words to me. And I don't know how true it is because, again, I'm not a mental health mm -hmm. counselor either. Mm -hmm. But he said, people who do this aren't themselves. Mm -hmm. This is, this wasn't your husband, mm -hmm. Terry Dindy, who mm -hmm. did this. And that gave me so much comfort mm -hmm. and so much peace because yeah. I was questioning how could he do this to to me and his kid loved his mm -hmm. kids. I mean, the mm -hmm. last thing he said to us, you know, I love you, mm -hmm. have fun, I'll mm -hmm. see you later. Mm -hmm. I just couldn't ever imagine yeah. that I would come home to that. And those little words, that little brief conversation from him just gave me so much peace. Yeah. And just it, I've hung on to it for Amen. all these years. Amen. <laughs> yes. Amen. And that's good. I mean, that's good that you had something to, like you said, hold on to. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think sometimes it is impulsive. Mm -hmm. You find out sometimes, I know that um, uh, I've read stories where teenagers have mm -hmm. committed suicide and it could be, it's real impulsive because yes. they feel like, oh, they, the, the boyfriend broke up with them or right. something happened at school and it feels like it's never right. going to be the same again right. and so boom instantly mm -hmm. they just make that decision right. and they don't think they don't you think know that, and right. you don't think you're ever going to come out mm -hmm. of it and that's the enemy has a really good way of making you feel like this is going to be forever mm -hmm. my aunt told me when I was dealing with depression one time my aunt told me Angela and she said it and I know it's cliche but it, it was so powerful she said Angela this is going to pass mm -hmm. this too shall pass mm -hmm. I promise you you're going to come out of this right. you're going to be on the other side it doesn't feel mm -hmm. like it's going to pass but it's going to pass exactly. and I remember being like you, you know you mm -hmm. feel like at the Time. In that moment, in that moment, you're mm -hmm. dealing with whatever you're dealing, and it mm -hmm. feels so insurmountable so and yes. so heavy. Mm -hmm. And so, not knowing your husband or the situation, I know a lot of mm -hmm. times that's how it feels, and it feels like this isn't going to ever pass. It's right. never going to get better. Mm -hmm. How am I ever going to come out of this? Right. And so, you know, you have to. And the enemy is good at lying. Oh yes, he is mm -hmm. the father of lies. The mm -hmm. word, the word says, mm -hmm. there's no truth in him. Nope. And there's a time when he can really, really be like, you know oh, it's never going to get better, or exactly. your disappointment mm -hmm. to your family. You know, yeah. just all of those little lies, embarrassment, those. shame, all of those things. Mm -hmm. And you hear that long enough, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you don't oh, cast yes. that mm -hmm. thought down, and you hear, right. it's with anything. Mm -hmm. If he's speaking lies to you, and you hear it long enough, right. you begin to receive that. Yeah. And so I, I, it doesn't, I'm not nearly as shocked, right. you know, when I hear this, and that, especially with believers, mm -hmm. I think sometimes people think, oh, we're immune. No, no we're not. not at all. Not at all. No, we're not. We're in mm -hmm. this world, and we deal with the same things. The only difference is, is that most believers, you know, a lot of believers, if they have a really strong relationship with Christ, or even if they don't, and they're in that mm -hmm. moment, you know, and they're able to pull a word, or mm -hmm. pull a, a scripture, or some encouragement, or hear just the right thing, you know, they're able to walk out right. of that, but... Yeah, I but mean, sometimes you need a little bit more. Yes, you need to go talk to someone. Yes, you need to go exactly you know, talk to someone is the biggest yes. thing to help yes. you through it, and somebody just mm. on your side, mm. you know, and just really being honest in the church. Mm -hmm. How are you? And being honest, mm -hmm. we are so quick. 
this is so off the subject, but I just feel that to go mm-hmm. here that we're so quick to say we're okay mm-hmm. because God we feel good. like God is good, highly favored, and walking in <laughs> But are you really like right. that? Quick, my pastor always says, stop framing, stop putting mm-hmm. on that vacate. If you're really not okay, say you're not okay, right. and you know, let people know because we can pray, we can uphold you, we can call and check on you. You know, those different things. But I think a lot of times, like you said, the shame, the embarrassment, and we just mm-hmm. won't. And so. Um, I'm grateful for people like you that are like, yeah, we got to get real about it because this happened. And like you just said, what your aunt told you, this she shall pass. We have to remember that. That's temporary. It's temporary. Even this life is temporary. It is. Only in Christ Mm -hmm. is it eternal. Yep. You know, so even the things we deal with on this side as believers, we know it's temporary. Even when it feels insurmountable, it feels like it's never going to change. This is temporary. We have to remind ourselves of that. Thank goodness. Thank girl. Girl. (laughs) Okay. So after this situation, my God, your twins were five years old. You are now a single mom. Yes. Let's talk about that. How did you handle that? First of all, I hated the word single mom. Okay. I did not. You did because you didn't feel like I didn't like it. I didn't. You're like, I didn't choose this. Yes. I hadn't thought about that till for a long time. Eventually, I became. Mm-hmm. you know became okay to say yeah. it but I did not choose this because all of my life all I wanted was a husband and kids and a home and mm-hmm. just I just wanted you know just wanted the family yeah. and yeah. stuff so, um, so I'm sorry what was your question <laughs> I got off track with that <laughs> no it's okay kind of triggers it's okay I hear you um how did you handle now the position you were in you're now a single mom how did you handle that well, as most mothers, I mean, your mother, mm-hmm. my biggest thing was protecting my kids. Absolutely. Just because this horrible, tragic thing happened to them, mm-hmm. this was not going to define their Amen. life. This was not going to be their only story. Amen. And so, I mean, of course, I mean, there's so many, you know, all the stages of grief you grow go through, but... I remember just two days later, my son, we still had family in town, and my son, you know, what's for breakfast, Mom? Okay. So he's Mm. still needing breakfast in the morning, okay? So I had to put on my big girl pants and just be a mom and protect my kids and take Mm. care of my kids and give them, make life as normal as possible. Yeah. Not downplaying or not forgetting what happened because it's their father but the stories that we would tell about um, their daddy you know dancing with Jesus Mm or eating with Jesus or just playing with Jesus Mm -hmm. those are things that would helped us keep his his memory and his his memory alive but I just had to protect my kids so as far as um, what I did um, I had a village my neighborhood Mm -hmm. So this happened in January, and um, they started kindergarten at a brand-new, small, private Christian school in August. I Sometimes those teachers and those people, I feel like, saved saved me, saved us. Because they didn't even know the pre. They didn't know us before. They just knew, you know, this family, little family coming into the school. But the support and just being loved on and not really understanding my whole grief. But, I mean, even their kindergarten teacher, she was a mother of twins as well. And she would see me some mornings. Mm -hmm. She would just say, come in. Will you cut this out for me? Mm -hmm. Because she Mm -hmm. knew that I didn't Mm -hmm. need to go home and Mm -hmm. just be, you know, be alone. So um, so just having a village. That's so powerful. And all of that. That's um, so powerful. And just teaching them. I mean, you know, they were in church and they were in their little, you know, Sunday school classes and 
and just making life it was a new normal for us but just making life as normal as possible for them you know two things you said the village I think oh man just having support no man is an island Mm -hmm. that's why we're called Mm -hmm. the body of Christ Christ. Mm -hmm. we are a body we have to have each other you can't go life alone Mm -hmm. you just can't Mm -hmm. and situations like this and times like this let you know that hey can't do it alone I'm sorry um (laughs) um that's number one number two I think I love how even in tragedy and even in situations that we don't wish to happen Mm -hmm. God is so good Mm -hmm. because I think having those kids Mm -hmm. made you have to move forward and make you know you couldn't just if I just wonder how it would be if you'd have been by yourself who knows who knows you never know Mm -hmm. but I also knew I always felt that God was with us mm. and he, he, he never left our side yeah. and immediately I just felt so protected and, and cared for so that I it. knew we were going to be okay. So I love just, it. And I know it's the Holy Spirit, but in a lot of people may not understand that because I mean, I'm, you know, crying myself to sleep. Oh, of still. course, of course. But to give me the energy, the I know it's only Christ the strength. that, that help me get up every morning and make waffles for breakfast that's what i'm trying to tell you look at Mm -hmm. homework and make backpacks and iron uniforms and all that stuff i mean it takes a lot of i know it takes a lot of strength to do that and you can't do it alone you can't and i think about the fact i feel like your kids you know they gave Mm -hmm. you they they were that driver Mm -hmm. too you know god knows Mm -hmm. that yes he knew that Mm -hmm. they needed you Mm -hmm. you needed them yes you know and Mm -hmm. so he didn't leave you alone even in that and i love the fact that you know when the enemy tries to what he means for you well god will always work it out for our good my mom was the same way and i lost my dad when i was nine and Mm -hmm. it was from something totally different Mm -hmm. but he she was a single mother and she's told me you know she's told us later on that that was her there were times when she wanted to give up Mm -hmm. there was times when she was just like this is too much but she said i had kids that were relying on me i had kids that were looking at me like now what and she's like you know it makes all the difference in the world to have that because Mm -hmm. that was my driver that was what i had to do so praise god for your children yes um so they know i know they know the circumstances i'm Mm -hmm. assuming now as adults yes okay as children how did you help them process that did they know the circumstances or how did you handle that they did know the circumstances i just told them i believe it was an accident Mm -hmm. happened or something although they walked in the house with us i was able to shield them enough them out of the house Mm -hmm. and take them to a neighbor's pretty quickly so i just didn't i and i still question whether at what point i should have in my mind Mm -hmm. it was okay when they're 10 yeah oh my gosh i can imagine they're 16 Mm -hmm. because you're always so i lived with that burden of am i doing the right thing right am i doing the right thing should i have told them Mm -hmm. certainly not at five oh no but so i never so it kind of happened by accident I mean my son basically asked me because I kept he kept asking me and for years and he finally said mom I just need you to tell me so I told him but then not my daughter he so, wanted to know how what yes. happened to him like mm-hmm. how he died he wanted to know if it was suicide or not really yes. yeah because he sort of still had a vision of seeing it but I thought I was doing it I probably gotcha. was they five to maybe 17 16 was able to kind of change 
the vision of what he yes, thought. Yes, yes. He's older. He's smart. He's, yeah, you know, he's remembering. Yes, he's remembering. Mm. And I finally told him yes, and we talked about it. We prayed about it. We cried about it, mm-hmm. and because it was really still hard at that. Oh, I'm sure. To hear that? I'm sure. It's hard to even vocalize that. Yeah. Oh, I never wanted to say the word. Never. And I, I didn't say the words mm-hmm. for if you didn't know me. In January 1st, 2003, you, you didn't, didn't find out later. If you heard any time after that, if it didn't come from me, it was gossip. You heard like through the grapevine or something. You because you never said. I never said the word. You just said he passed away or he died. Tragic accident tragic or accident. something. Or, you know, I really don't want to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's sad. It's, 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 yeah, it's true. Truly. Because yes, like, there's so much shame and just. That's what we were talking about. Yeah. yeah. So much shame in that. And you, you know, people judging you like mm-hmm. you're not a good enough wife or, you know, you didn't love him well enough. Who are you telling? You I know. I know. So I, know. I could never, you people know, him be die what's his death was a noble you know he took his own life yeah you know? yeah he, like so, you said he didn't die in 9-11, 9/11 as a, right. or you know saving a fire building exactly. somebody in a fire mm-hmm. but or the, even in a car accident yeah cancer yeah yeah that he took his own life and That's that was so hard to say. true those words were hard to say for That's a long true. time now i freely say it mm-hmm. because i understand um how much it helps me to say it mm-hmm. to be able to admit it mm-hmm. but also i've learned how much it helps other people to yeah so talk about healing. that a little bit you well, were saying you went and spoke somewhere yeah so my best friend her and her husband are the pastors of a church in irving mm-hmm. and she asked i had written something on um it was soon after my so my son was the braver one okay yeah He's the one who spoke at first on national television and oh, i yeah. wrote and i wrote something and i shared it on facebook uh-huh. and my friend invited me to speak at her church mm-hmm. and read it and that was the first time that i had said it and the amount of people that came up to me afterwards saying thank you i'm like, telling I know you. someone it was me my husband my child my best friend and i i mean i just like i just walked taller after that because mm. i was caring for so many years so much shame and anger and embarrassment yeah literally carrying shame oh. embarrassment and anger for everybody like, for everybody for him for, him, for you for the exactly. kids you were like when do i tell them i mean exactly what a weight yeah so the weight was lifted that Jeez. day so i'm great even after i posted it on facebook it was lifted but then saying it in front of a congregation oh yeah on a bunch of people oh yeah and then hearing the immediate reaction from people mm-hmm. thank you thank you thank you mm-hmm. really okay yeah 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 i can't imagine Mm -hmm. oh i'm sure Mm -hmm. life-changing for you but also for the people that heard it because they're like okay she's bold enough to say this Mm -hmm. she's bold enough to i can't even imagine Mm -hmm. and i i feel you i i know knowing me i would probably be the same way i know the burden you had to feel to keep that from your kids but Mm -hmm. at the same time you want to protect them. them. I mean, you have to make that decision. And, you know, thank God he guided you. But I know that was that had to be hard. Yeah. Because when do you decide? How do you know? Like you said, 10, <laughs> right. 15, I'd have been like 21, 30. You know what I mean? Um, and what probably would have been. Had it not, had it not been anything. I just you didn't get know. You, yep, you did. <laughs> Yes, he, he, he going on national TV and yeah. he had to go on and tell it. You like, look, I got out. He texted me. It's like, they're going to mention this. I'm like, oh, oh my gosh. Goodness. Yes. Jesus, yes. Help me. So then y'all told your daughter afterwards. Well, not immediately. She was sitting right next to me when he texted me. So we were in the, it was a live studio audience. Mm-hmm. So we were there. So I, t- I just leaned over and kind of 
told her then. I had to. How was that? Said, we'll talk about it later, and I'm just apologize. And it was horrible. I'm sure it was. It's not how it was supposed to. No. I wish I had known. Yeah, that they were going to talk about that. Yeah, before the show because I could yeah. have said something to her. So. How'd she handle it? Um, she handled it well. Mm-hmm. I mean, as probably as well as, well as, as you could. can. Yes, as well as you could. That's just. Yeah. I mean, no matter how you slice that, mm-hmm. it's not an easy conversation. It's no. not an easy thing to you know mm-hmm. deal with. So. Wow. <laughs> let's so let's move on. Let's talk about your kids because okay. they are no longer five. No. They are grown adults. You are an empty nester. They are both gone. That's what I think is part of the most powerful part of your testimony is how you went on to raise amazing kids yes. in spite of. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes people take things and we'll we'll use it as a crutch and make it right. an excuse like lord you know what i've been through this is too much and i'm gonna do the best i can and if they make it great but if you know what i mean that was not going to happen in my house amen no because they are successful and they yes. love the lord they love the lord they are living meaningful purposeful passionate lives and they're world changers i and love it yes so, so let's talk about them okay let's tell, tell me about your kids what's going what's going on okay so kennedy they're daughter. both 23 they'll be 24 in a um, couple of weeks mm-hmm. and Kennedy she is a so she graduated from Baylor University. are they listening in did you tell them about it um, Kennedy's working right now. She's okay. probably live on air in oh, Oregon. Yeah, she's a she's newscaster, a news reporter, and anchor in Eugene, Oregon. Wow! Yes. So, so she's yeah, probably she's on my. Okay, you yes. have to share it with her later. <laughs> yes, and um, yes. Yeah, so she is finishing up a two-year contract awesome. in um, in Eugene, Oregon, right now, and um, she's moving on to the other coast in January. Okay, so I guess I can say it's official now to mm-hmm. Jacksonville, Florida. So you got another so, job? Yeah, so she's moving her. on up to a different market. Awesome. Um, yes, yeah, so that's her. She's doing great. Awesome. She just is a great, great girl. She's been such a, a light in her community, too. People um, adore bet. her. And she's just, she's just, she's just good people. She, oh, yeah. Look at you. She's, that's so awesome. I can say that. I mean, proudly because yes, they really it's true. are. Yeah, they really are exceptional young people. And That's I'm so awesome. So grateful. Doesn't that make your heart so it does, happy? It does. They're not it out does. here just wilding out. What about your son? My son, he's um, pretty unique in his own right. He's an author. Of, he's written three books. He at, by twenty three. Yeah, his first one was maybe at sixteen. And wow. Um, even in college, he graduated from Biola University and mm-hmm. um, outside of Los Angeles, and he was has been traveling the country speaking at churches and conferences wow. and schools and all over the place right before the all that ended right before the mm-hmm, pandemic started mm-hmm. so we weren't really gathering mm-hmm. like that and he pivoted really quickly because he's very smart and creative and wow. he started a media company where he helps entrepreneurs and him and his wife they married in march of 2020 and they live in los angeles right now look at there yes. look so, at there yes they were just all here for thanksgiving and there and they'll be back for their birthdays in a couple look of weeks. Look so. there. Yes. Isn't that awesome? It is I awesome. just love how God works. Mm-hmm. Just the fact that, you know, that just goes to show you that you don't, that tragedy doesn't have to define Well, us. that's what I was going to say in all of that. And that was the one thing that I didn't I would, want to happen. I didn't want to happen, but I told them like this horrible, tragic, tragic, and it is tragic. Mm-hmm. It's horrible. You should mm-hmm. not lose your father mm-hmm. at five. Mm-hmm. I, I should not lose my spouse mm-hmm. at 35. Mm-hmm. But this will not define your life. Amen. And you have to look in. So it was also a decision on my part. Mm-hmm. Like, 
what are we going to do now with our life? Mm. Are we going to sit in this house and and mope and be depressed and be and depressed? Wow, absolutely not. So mm. we're, we're so we already know we're not. And they're five; they're kids. I mean, their lives should be joy filled yes. and fun and school and all that stuff. So one is a decision: we're not going to do that. Two, you're not going to let this horrible tragic tragedy define you mm. it's not going to be the end of your story yes. you're going to use this story as a sign of redemption a story of redemption to do greater things for the kingdom and mm-hmm. that's what they're doing because um because your life you can be more and you can do this is not the end of your story so, and i just really wanted them to understand that um yeah, I just really wanted them to understand that, that you don't have to. And they never, I mean, they've always been kids that always wanted more and just, always. Well, yes. look, look at their well, example, though. Well, thank you. But, <laughs> You're a great example. I mean, you could have done a lot of other mm-hmm. things. You know what I'm saying? You could have handled it different. Mm-hmm. And so they have that example in you. And so they didn't have no choice. You know, you, uh, you have to look at the when you go through this. And grief, oh my goodness. Oh my I mean, goodness. It just knocked the, the, the light oh yes. out of me. Okay? Oh yes. But you have to also look at like like the big picture of their of their whole life. Mm-hmm. You know, what do you want the outcome to be? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I always I walked in that for their whole life. Like so what do we want? You know, we go to church, you go to a small Christian school. I wanted their faith to become theirs, not just mm-hmm. because I was a believer, just because I went to church. Amen. Like, I want you to love to the Lord, know for, the your Lord own. for yourself. Exactly. My biggest so those prayer are the for my thing, kids. That was my biggest yes. prayer. Yes. That, and if you do something wrong, that I find out. Because <laughs> <laughs> the Holy Ghost is going to tell me. Because <laughs> Mama knows. Yes. Somebody said in the chat, Amen. Yes. Make this tragedy your stepping stone. Yes. I love it. Yes. That's what they said. I love it. Isn't that awesome? If we just thought like that, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes just, hey, I'm going to mm-hmm. put this in your face, double. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What you thought you were going to ruin me right. with, we're going to walk and we're going to be okay and yep. we're going to walk mm-hmm. through this. Thank God. I mean, thank God. Thank God. But mm-hmm. I mean, I'm telling you, I don't think you realize the impact. And I'm mm-hmm. sure that you know, I'm sure they've told you and I know mm-hmm. you may not see it, but I can see as a mother, the impact of you staying in the faith of you saying this isn't going to define this of you saying yeah we could go this way but we're not you know what i'm saying that's so important Mm -hmm. that is so because a lot of people would have lost their stuff you know what i'm saying like you said grief is no joke grief the way it happened you go through the anger you go through the why you go you know what i mean and being here without any family too Oh, no family here. Oh, that's the whole. So that's when I was talking about the village and the community, our neighborhood. Our kids had grown up together. So that was those are the people that never left my side. Oh, let me get you a cake. Yeah, because that's a whole. That's That's a whole whole, nother thing. My family lives here. Yeah, and I'm telling you, I rely on them all. That come get these children. Mm -hmm. Come help me. You know. That's why you need your village. You do. I can't say that enough because when I did, please come get the kids. Mm -hmm. I mean, I had people to do that because I didn't have grandparents here Mm. to do that. And I had, you know, my father wanted me to move back to Mm -hmm. Chicago. But that's not our home anymore. That's where I was raised, but that's not our home. So we had made a life here and Mm. I was determined to... you know, to continue to have their life here. I love it. Yes. How beautiful is that? So how, I know you kind of spoke on this, but how essential was knowing the Lord in helping you handle the life, your life during this time? It's everything. Mm-hmm. I do not know how you I don't know how people go through it. the 
the the bad, the good, good. without 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 Christ in your life. Mm-hmm. I just can't even imagine. I wake mm-hmm. up every day just saying thank you, mm-hmm. thank you, Jesus, thank you for everything, for yeah. the little stuff. Just yeah. I have so much to be grateful for. I'm just so grateful that we're we're still standing. <laughs> Because yes. my son, in one of his messages, he'll say, like, we're not supposed to be here. Yeah. Like, you know, the the Satan tried to take us out big time. I'm trying so, to tell you. Yeah. So just to be standing, talking to you, have written this book, just have two kids that I can be so proud of. Um, my So God. he's everything. I don't even know. I mean, you know, he's the, his strength yes. gives me, I, I do it with his strength. And that's what I don't mm-hmm. think... I think sometimes we are so God's grace is so good oh and his provision that we're so used to as believers just walking mm-hmm. in it that we don't know what it is to not have it. Mm-hmm. So like we sometimes can take it for granted. Right. But I mean when you look back, my mom always says that she's always like if I don't know how I did it, but I look back and it ha- it's definitely God because right. people are like, how did you do it? I don't know. There's no way no, that right. I could have done that exactly. in and of myself. Yeah. And so he'll strengthen you and you don't even realize you're just walking mm-hmm. through it. Even in the bad times, you're still walking through. Even in the good times, you're still walking through yes. with his grace. Yes. And just trusting. Always. Oh, man. Because he wants more for us. Mm-hmm. For me, this mm-hmm. 35-year-old widow, yeah. 5-year-old kid, mm. that he wants more for us. He what promises more. He does. So I had just trust in that 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 you are, he's going to take care of us. He's going to provide. He's going to give us his great oh, my beautiful goodness. life. Yes. He promised to us that we that I prayed for. Mm-hmm. So um, were trust. you working at the time? Did you I have was, to be a single provider? Well, I was working part-time. And I was planning to stop working so I could be home. Interesting. But once it happened, I never, like... You had to stay and yeah, provide. I never, yeah, they never... I never went back. No, I never went back. I just said, I can't... So I can't you stayed home? It. Yes. So God See, said... That was, so let me tell you something. Okay, let's go is. there. Come on. I mean, we had... We were 35. Though. We weren't, like, you know, older and saved a lot of money. Yeah. But we had made some... Financial you know, decisions. Yes, with insurance and and um, just savings and things like that. And wow. So, yeah, my kids were in private school from kindergarten through. And every year was a, oh, Jesus, <laughs> make it happen. I'm telling <laughs> Jesus. Because every year, like, I didn't know that how, dependence. This, mm-hmm, how this young, you know, single mother was going to keep these kids in the school. So who he has provided. He wasn't working either, I know. See, th- he wasn't working. Yeah. But there God. was no, well, I can't say there was no way because if I had to, I would have. Right. I just knew I needed what it was going to take for me yeah. at that time was to be home. To be and home to be around your kids, kids and mm-hmm. to just really to be, be mom, that mom. mom. Be that mom. And, and stuff. God allowed that to happen. Allowed that. And I love it. Even, even in the. Lord, let it happen. He mm-hmm. always provides. He always provides. He always mm-hmm. provides. Because I'm like, we feel like that. We got mm-hmm. kids in private schools. So we'd be mm-hmm. like, Jesus, every every month is there. Mm-hmm. We'd be like, yeah. Because <laughs> well, I'm staying at home mom for the most you. part. Yeah. And I'd be like, uh, yeah, you're coming through, Jesus? Yeah. He always do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Always. Yep. So I understand. Yes. And to have twins in private school yeah. ain't no joke. So when you hear that, it's grateful. This is grace. Yes. Only. When you hear that, you're like, only but God. How, you, how, how, is that right. possible? how is that possible? I just kept waiting for you to say you went back to work. You had oh, to work full time. You had to da, da, da. The, to me, the fact that you 
chose to trust God yes. and not not and I'm not saying this mm-hmm. for everybody mm-hmm. okay you got to know what God tells mm-hmm. you to do mm-hmm. but the fact that you stayed home and you trust God instead of running to the arm of the flesh because most people would have been like I got to go have two mm-hmm. jobs your kids could have been at home by themselves right. been in all kinds mm-hmm. of stuff I got to go provide mm-hmm. but you said I'm going to sit here mm-hmm. I'm going to stay home because yep. that's where I was headed and I'm going to trust you God yep. and look if he provide. didn't provide yes he did Woo! yep in abundance in so, abundance because mm-hmm. you know that tuition is not just tuition uh, is everything on top of it. <laughs> You know, and I know where y'all was going, and you got two. Yep. Woo! It's a lot. Mm-hmm. It is a, a whole lot. Mm-hmm. So with with that said, let's kind of talk about life now. What okay. is your life like? How how has it changed? Life is good. I know it sounds like it. Yes. I remarried thirteen years ago. Yes. Okay. So let's yes. talk about that. Did you ever think you were going to get remarried? At first, no, not at all. I was going to be at home with my kids, Mm -hmm. and we were just going to have our life together, Mm -hmm. and and something just hit me. You know, I was 35 at the time, Mm -hmm. so like, these kids are going to grow up. And they're going to be gone, mm-hmm. and then I'm just going to be, mm-hmm. which is fine. Right. I know I, I still had a lot of life. You were still very live. young, yeah. yeah. And I just wanted something different. So it had to be the right person. Of it wasn't course, going to be. Oh the yes, person had to love mm-hmm. my kids as mm-hmm. much as he loved, you know, me. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened. So we met 13 years ago. And wow. Yeah, so so we, you are remarried. remarried. We have a big blended family. He Beautiful. Has three. three kids okay. and I have two so there were five of us oh, and one wow. time there were all five in the house wow yes. <laughs> wow and how yes. long was this after your husband passed six years so you waited mm-hmm. six years yes. wow mm-hmm. so you were single doing it on your own for six years and yes. God brought somebody into your life yes that's that awesome amazing. yes yes how's that been with him knowing mm-hmm. the story has he been real supportive and just oh. really I mean I, I how was he whenever y'all you you shared that with him I mean, how did that go um, I actually didn't share with him right away okay either. yeah because yeah. it was you know yeah you still were like lord that i mean six years later Mm -hmm. that's it's still very wrong right Mm -hmm. i cry when i tell the story less and less now um so it's not because i'm you know not sad about Uh, it no i understand you know time but more time it's still hard to say the story so yeah he's been really supportive and wow um, and I believe has kept that in mind when he's, you know, dealing with my kids or our oh, yeah, kids yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been wonderful. Good, yeah, good. It really was a good, good transition. Everything worked well. Yes, it was. I mean, it wasn't always easy, you know, okay. blending life. family, yeah, yeah life. Yeah, <laughs> but, but I always knew too that um, that that God had His hand in our marriage so and awesome. our life, and I knew that we were going to get two because you know you've been letting five mm-hmm. kids Ooh, different personalities that's a whole all, lot it's a whole lot and uh, i was we've been waiting and praying for this moment where we're where we are right now mm-hmm. being an empty nester mm-hmm. and having our you know everybody's home for the holidays yeah and it's all fun and all that yeah but everybody leaves and it's just the two of us and yeah. we get to travel and don't you love it i love it that's i mean so i love awesome. my kids i love being a mother but, but. it is yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's time because yeah you, when you give everything you you know you laid I laid everything on the table it was like okay yes I am there's not more much more I can do yeah I'm so glad yeah my mom retired kind of early and I'm Mm -hmm. so glad for her too because she worked with you know Mm -hmm. us being single and I was so glad the day she was able to retire because you have I feel like there's just more on you with the situation like Mm -hmm. y'all's you know and I'm Mm -hmm. saying when you lose your husband at a young age and you're a widow and she never remarried Mm -hmm. but you know widowed at a young age as well so she definitely understands that um 
Well, that's so awesome. So I was going to say, and this is kind of, you know, I feel like you said this, but I'm really encouraged just Mm -hmm. listening to you explain as a mom how you just continue to push your kids and to say we're not going to let this define us and all that stuff so if for anyone who's a single mom or anyone who's just a parent that's finding themselves it may not even be like your situation but maybe they're just struggling or they're having to navigate life and raise Mm -hmm. children a single parent or a parent that may be just you know having a hard time Mm -hmm. (laughs) what would you say to kind of encourage them what is your thoughts about that mainly I guess mainly more 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 as a if during that season of being a single mm-hmm. parent you know well it kind of goes back I hate to be repetitive mm-hmm. but one is that community that mm-hmm. village I mean you have to have people around you that you trust come that can on help you with your kids yes give you like a you know whether it's a young person who can just play with your kids mm-hmm. while you go lay down for a minute or come on wash the dishes yeah. or something or just people in your corner that you can trust that can look out for your kids mm-hmm. and then just be there for you too also I didn't do this well but prioritize your yourself come on I I think most moms do that well but I'm telling you if there's any way I'm telling you anyway because I didn't do I ate the you make the grilled cheese Mm -hmm. and you cut the edges off that's what I ate I'm telling you it was good (laughs) prioritize you the things I'm doing some of the things that I'm doing now I wish I would have done just a little more for myself yeah I think because I was you would think that it was all okay mm-hmm. because we were doing mm-hmm. it, but I could have maybe felt a little, just a little, little better. So making some more time making for more, you. Mm-hmm. That's Any a good way point. You can. Even if, I mean, That's you can't get the babysitter. Just, yeah. I don't know, waking up earlier, staying up later, just something. I just think those things are, um, I mean, the community and just yeah. Looking, Anytime you can for yourself. I think that is so good. Okay, so let me back up real quick. Something that I think is, is I would say, were you, I love the fact that you were, you were so focused on your kids mm-hmm. and being a parent that you weren't really out here chasing men and trying to get married again and it just kind of happened. Right. Oh, yes. I know you weren't and that's why I can <laughs> yeah, say that. Because yeah. sometimes, you know, I feel like single moms or single whoever they feel like unless they have that spouse or unless they Mm -hmm. you know have somebody else that it's like oh we're not gonna make it you're Mm -hmm. proof that you can make it you made it for six years and Mm -hmm. when God when you were ready and God brought him into your life that was just an addition yes but it didn't define you as a person and it didn't define your family and I think it's important that sometimes you know I've had friends and stuff and they're just like I just want to be married I just want to have that help and yeah you know all of that and you can kind of sometimes put that in the forefront but what I hear you saying is what you had in the forefront was your relationship with the Lord, making sure they were okay, making sure the light of Christ was in your home, and then God took care of the rest. Yes, and so really I think did. that's important to remember, too, that, hey, you make that atmosphere. My pastor just said this Sunday, he's mm-hmm. like, if you make that atmosphere in your home, mm-hmm. you're thinking that these kids are going to be not okay mm-hmm. because they don't have a father or whatever. Right. He's like, the Lord can mm-hmm. really help with all that like if you make that atmosphere in your home he'll give them the self-esteem they need he'll give them the drive they need he'll give them the direction until that time comes but don't make that a priority and so that's what I hear you saying too not at all the person that I knew I was going to marry had to enhance. We were so beautiful. We were Cause y'all was <laughs> you like oh, my house. My kids are going to the school. We good. We are good. Yes. Enhance. That's so beautiful. Yes. So since then, um, you have 
you're doing great. You have a brand new husband, or not new. Yeah, I've been together for yeah, a week. You have a husband. Um, and you've recently written a book. Let's yes. talk about this book. It is called, tell me what it's called again. It's called Luke and Lily's Christmas Wish. Luke and Lily's Christmas Wish. Tell me a little bit about that for our listeners if they want to go get it. Yes. Well, it's inspired by my children, mm-hmm. Kyle and Kennedy. Mm-hmm. And it's just so... I never was the person who I want to write a book. Yeah. I really wasn't. Yeah. But my kids and my mother used to say, you should write a book. And now looking back, it's like, about what? Like, what, <laughs> write a book about what? Parenting or something? Right. I don't know. That would have been good. Um, maybe one mm-hmm. day. But really, the Holy Spirit just put mm-hmm. this put this in a dream to me that's so beautiful and soon after my husband died um he goes back to being grateful and just with the grace of god but um we started working with foster kids Mm -hmm. and kids that had been removed from Mm -hmm. their homes and were in these like temporary emergency shelter type Mm -hmm. places and we started a foundation in honor of my late husband called tender love and jammies and we used to give new pajamas and book a bible stuffed animals Mm -hmm. all those comfort items that kids need at night because i i recognize those are the things that my kids felt comfortable with at night like they love their pajamas and their stuffed animals and they're reading their books at night and their bible and Mm -hmm. their soft blanket and all that and so we spent a lot of time going to these shelters and these um, taking these personalized gifts for like if johnny was a three t johnny got three t pajamas and a stuffed animal that he made and so awesome so the holy spirit just put start giving me this dream of this book and because we used to go on christmas and Mm -hmm. Um, all kinds of days but really the holidays we Mm -hmm. made sure we would go and share the story of why we really celebrate christmas i love it so it just started giving me the words and it started about three years ago i wrote it but then i was having trouble finding an illustrator Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. all the stuff that goes along with that and just realized it wasn't the time Mm -hmm. yet you know yeah god was like no just chill out and then the (laughs) pandemic happened then my son got married and all that and so i picked it up again um, and realized i still like the story i think it's a still a sweet story yes. kind of illustrator and so it's just a story luke and lily go on an adventure on christmas eve and they um, go with this beautiful angel and she takes them to bless these kids that are in like sort of an assessment center type place oh, and man. give them all the christmas stuff but also teaches them the story of the birth of Christ. Oh, I can't wait yes. to read it. Well, we, know. I know I'm so excited because I got one for my daughter and we are going to raffle off one tonight or we may have to do it tomorrow because I'm already down on time. Man, it goes so fast. <laughs> it does. But whoever can type in the chat box the name of of Kimberly's book whether you listen I know a lot of people go back and listen the next day right I can check the chat whoever (laughs) puts it in the chat box the name of the book I'm going to give you a free book from her she already autographed it for Christmas you can share it with someone and I'm not I almost said the name but um (laughs) Luke and Lily's Christmas wish. Yeah. <laughs> make sure you do that, and we will make sure that we get that book to you. Kimberly, it has been a pleasure having you here. Thank you for your inspirational story. Are there any final thoughts, any upcoming events, anything you wanted to share? Where can they go buy the book? Sorry. Well, they can go buy the book on Amazon. Okay. Just 
just um, should I say the name? <laughs> yes, they can buy the book on Amazon. Just search Luke and Luke Lily's, and Lily's Christmas, Christmas Witch, Witch, or you can Wish. follow me on Instagram or Facebook and just direct message me there, and Kimberly I can send Dindy. it directly directly to you. So I want to add awesome. one little yeah. thing. Um, so I could never do anything like this without giving back, mm-hmm. and so ten percent of all the proceeds for all the book sales is being donated to an organization called Dream Makers Project. See, and basically, this organization, if you're not familiar <laughs> with it, they they grant, they fulfill dreams of youth that have aged out of the foster care system. Oh, so imagine being 18 and you don't have parents and you're just out on your own trying to go to school or work yeah. or do whatever. And so it could be $500 for a new laptop or it could oh, be wow. $50 for groceries yeah. Yeah. or it could be $1,000 for, you know, car down payment or something. And so I'm hoping to grant um, oh, a couple of dreams so of awesome. some of these deserving kids. Look at you. Yeah. And then she, so. see, y'all need to go buy it because then she's taking. <laughs> the proceeds some of the proceeds and she's doing what a great job seeing you just such an inspiration thank you thank you thank you for having me thank you awesome didn't it go fast it did go fast it goes fast (laughs) once you get to talking our time is already up thank you again to kimberly dendy for coming to the show and sharing her powerful testimony i'm telling you i knew you guys were going to love it tune in next tuesday same time same place focus with angela duncan tuesdays at seven o'clock if you would like to give you can give by supporting us through juice plus or going to my face fishbowl excuse me fbrn.us find angela duncan focused and there's a donate button at the bottom remember those proceeds go straight to the show they do not go in my pocket anyways remember god is for you he is not against you we love you and we'll see you next week